Good day. This is um, another episode of Becoming a Light Warrior. I'm supposed to have a guest on this morning, Mary Amenvedis, I think is her last name. Anyways, this day that um, we're covering uh, over spiritual conflict, um, maybe Mary's going to jump in on the call pretty soon. But talking about being spiritual and having to deal with life, you know, situations or difficult situations. You know, trials and tribulations are just a natural part of life. Um, they're so much more trivial because of just the unconscious way that we live and how we approach life. Many people think that it's unnatural to get sick and that it's unnatural to have injury and that it's unnatural to have loss, which is not true. That is just um, an aspect of life. You know, a tree falls down naturally and it hits whatever it lands on. And that's just the natural occurrence of life. Animals, they attack each other, not of not out of like conflict, but out of food. There's things that happen in this life that are just natural, and you just have to accept that there's things that happen, and you have to be strong through it. You have to have that strength to be able to prosper to the other side because it's that's it's just life. You have to be strong. I don't know why people think that things don't happen to them or that things aren't supposed to happen to them or that life is all supposed to be um, fairies and butterflies and beautiful things. And that's how life is supposed to be. It is supposed to be beautiful. Life is good. And there's so much there's so much more good going on than bad. But when it comes to like dealing with conflict, it takes people down. Like, it completely crumbles people's lives. It's like, that's what they're obsessed about. That's what their life is about. And I relate this to Hollywood. This is a uh, something I learned from other people and a big thing that I learned from Hollywood. Because when you watch TV shows or movies, the movie, the entire time, they say it's like an hour and a half or two hour movie. It's a short movie, but the movie is depicted over... A certain period of time and it could be years where that movie is um, the timeline is in that movie and that whole time it's about the same thing the same conflict obsessing about the conflict talking about the conflict dealing with the conflict and just having their mind on the conflict and it's like there's so much more to life than conflict like conflict does happen but that's not the only aspect of life so when one still encounters difficult one still encounters difficult life situations despite having a spiritual practice um, just being able to manifest doesn't mean that bad things, quote unquote, bad things won't happen. And it's just something that is, it's a part of life. And honestly, without these difficult situations in life, we wouldn't be who we are. Without the trials and tribulations that I've been through in my life, I would not be who I am today. I would not have the knowledge that I do now and I would not have the wisdom that I do right now at such a young age. Um, many people think that this stuff is not supposed to happen. Like death, divorce, separation, illness, injury, loss of people, loss of feelings, loss of property, loss of finances, loss of environment. There could be war going on. Rejections happen between other people. Assaults happen. When one is um, more spiritually aligned with their soul and have a very strong and deep connection with God, things like this still happen, but not as often. And when they do, we still have faith 
and that everything's going to be okay. So what do we do when these difficult situations arise? We must remain calm and go into deep meditation or prayer, whatever it is your method of connecting with God um, and to maintain positive thoughts. You know, and maybe you don't even have to go into meditation or a prayer to deepen, to feel God in your life. Maybe you just feel God all the time. I feel God a lot, and I am in the process of strengthening and deepening my relationship with God. But there are still are times where I forget about God, and that's my mistake. And it's okay. You know, it's a process. It's what I'm experiencing at the moment, and... You know, we may be afraid of injury from something else. That's one of my fears is injury and assault from other people. And that is because of the previous life experiences that I've had. Which is showing me that I need to, you know, heal from those things. But when those things happen, it's like, why do I think my soul will be changed? My soul will still be there. My soul is still intact. And even if I die or even if I, you know, am physically different because of something, like I still have my soul. And that doesn't mean that anything's wrong with me if I'm physically different. And many people think that, that there's something wrong with them because they had a physical transformation. Okay. So what do we do when conflict or difficult situations arise? We must remain calm. I've already said this. <laughs> Get your connection with God. Try to maintain positive thoughts as best as you can. And don't worry or think that your life is over because it's not. There's stuff that happens. It's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> do what is necessary to deal with this conflict, but don't obsess about it. I used to obsess over conflict uh, when it happened. Now that I deal with it, if I do have conflict, it's just a whole lot better. I'm still processing things and learning, but conflict does not take me down like it used to. Um, Mary's trying to come in, so. Hi, Mary. Hi. Good day. Hi. Thanks for coming on. I've already started the podcast. Okay. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Sometimes it's okay. It I didn't so confirm mountain time. I should have confirmed. <laughs> That's all right. Who cares? It all worked out. I was still like, cause I'm, I'm starting to get that funky cold that's going yeah, on. I'm having, I'm getting over that right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it, it started with a tickle in my throat and then my energy level is like, yeah, down. it's gnarly, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it is. this. Okay. So how are you? Great. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. I was so, I just felt so blessed that your agent contacted me. And because I, you know, asked, I told the universe or I prayed to God that I need an agent or I want an agent for my podcast. And yeah, so I'm talking with him a little bit more. <laughs> no, and he's really reasonable yeah. and he, and he's good. Yeah. So he'll help you. Awesome. He'll help you find people. I'm looking forward to this. So Yeah. Are you going on podcasts and speaking as well? I've only, I've done it a couple times, but mm -hmm. uh, not so often. Yeah. yeah only a couple yeah. times and it's with friends. So, I mean, I'm so down to start doing that now. 
Yeah, sure. I love your I love your house. Oh, thank you. It's a uh, my Airbnb I'm staying at right now. I'm moving down the street in a couple like about a week. It's so, cute. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> so it's really cute. Uh, my podcast, I talk about spiritual things in terms of the human experience and how to increase your spirituality, how to increase your emotional intelligence and how to deal with life and life's conflicts and all the things that we deal with as human beings and how to, you know, move from unconsciousness to consciousness. And I, I read something a little bit about you and how you were on the spiritual pathway as well. So you want to tell me a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself. Sure. So, um, my name is Mary Armanderas. Mm-hmm. My name is Mary Armanderas, and um, I am a spiritual illuminator. Um, so I like to go and help people see that they have the um, the source within them to change their vibration. Because what is going on on the outside of our reality is a direct re- reflection of what's going on in the inside. Mm-hmm. So I was able to learn how to um, call my energy back because energy never dies and call my power back. And that's how I started power retrieval um, sessions, healing sessions. And so with my journey, it was kind of crazy because I grew up in a family with nine other brothers and sisters. And uh, I was always the weird one. I was the baby girl. I was the ninth. So I was the weird one because I could see everything that was going on in the house and all the dense negative energy. That's what's always been following me around is the dense negative energy. And I was like, uh, you guys don't see this? You don't feel this in our house? Because we lived in an old Victorian, three-story old Victorian. So it had a lot of people that lived in there before us. Um And so we grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. And so I never felt loved. I never felt like I belonged. And we'd go to church and it was the same thing every Sunday. There was no love. There was never talked about angels. Never like showed that I didn't, I was scared of God, to be honest with you. I was 100% scared of God. Um, And then my parents put me in an all-girls Catholic school when I was in high school. And the weirdest thing happened. My skirt kept rising up, rising up. (laughs) Typical Catholic girl, right? (laughs) I love that. And and, um, so I ended up getting pregnant. So I got pregnant. And so I had a drop out of school. I moved out of my parents' house because I, I I was so scared to even tell them I was pregnant. My sister ended up telling them I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so I had the baby. And I was, I don't know, I was like, I think I was like 18 when I had her. And there came the guilt, the shame, mm-hmm. the unworthiness. Uh, I'll never be anything. I mean, all the crap that I was programmed as a Catholic was coming at me. Yeah. So my self-esteem was gone. Everything was gone. So uh, then I ended up marrying a man 15 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, I just gave all my power away when I was in high school. And now I'm giving all my power away to this man who's 15 years older than me. 
for 20 years, Mm -hmm. 20 years. So he told me what to do, how to do it and everything else. And I was still that big, bright light. That bright light was still there. I was always compassionate, loving, kind, but I wasn't giving myself love. My self-care was, there was no self-care and there was no self-love. I don't even know what love is, swear. Maybe for my baby girl, 100%, but no, not for other people, not for me. I never knew that feeling of love. And I think a lot of people, if you really think about it, we're so easy to say love. I love you. I love you. But it's a feeling. It's not a thing that comes out of your mouth. It's a feeling. I throw. I think we throw that word around really casually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I was married to this this man for twenty years, and he mentally abused me. Um, I never got to do what I wanted to do. I had to ask permission for everything. And then my daughter said, hey, mom, you need to read this book on on the angels. And I said, oh, okay." So I picked up this book and started reading about the angels. And I was like, wow, this whole time I've been giving my power away. I've been locked up in fear. I've been locked up in anxiety. Mm -hmm. I've been stressed out my whole entire life. There's a better way to live. Yeah. So then I started like researching, researching more and more. Okay. I didn't put my phone on silent. <laughs> it's okay. So I started researching more and more and, and think, you know, going, wow, you know, there's a new way of living. There's actually a way to take care of yourself and ignite the power that lives within us. So I started to, um, started to meditate, started to, you know, take courses like we all do or seeking, seeking, seeking. And just this power started coming over me that, oh my gosh, I really don't need to live like this and energy never dies. So all those things that have happened to me throughout my life, I can go back, forgive it, retrieve it and become grow bigger and bigger bright light within myself. So that's basically how I got started. That's beautiful. I um, yeah. I have a, a different experience, but along the same lines of those feelings of shame, guilt, unworthiness. And it wasn't until I would say this past six months that I've really taken um, responsibility for my emotions and learning to regulate my nervous system. But I've been on a spiritual pathway for about two years and I have an amazing story before a little bit horrendous, but um, I've just come through the, the other side to light and just so much better and thank you so much for sharing that experience it's so beautiful i love how your skirt just got shorter and shorter (laughs) that's beautiful and you know what it's like society teaches us to hate ourselves and that we find love through sex and that we find love through other people and not through ourselves which it's within ourselves and that's like the true source of energy of love of everything else so i've i've already I've spent a little bit of just not very long, a little bit of time on the topic of this podcast, which is dealing like spiritual conflict. Even if you're spiritual, you still have conflict in life. And like, how do you spiritually deal with it? Like, do you retrieve back to your unconscious ways of fighting and defending yourself and letting your ego win? Or like, what are the ways that we can deal with it? And I discussed different ways, you know, it's like, we're always going to have 
change. We're always going to have loss. We're always going to have death. And we're going to have a change in finances in our environment. Like we could experience war. We could experience assault. And I was saying that when we're in more spiritual alignment with our soul and we have a deeper connection with God, things like that don't happen. There's still a possibility that it, it can, um, but it's like God, I feel like God coordinates things so that it's prevented from happening to you. It, it is, but it's this too. It's so what's going on in the planet Earth right now, there's a lot of fear, yeah. a lot of fear. Oh, yeah. So where is that fear coming from? That fear is coming from each one of our brothers and sisters on planet Earth that are bringing, putting their energy into it, right? Mm-hmm. So they're getting scared. They're looking at it. They're they're feeding it. They're watching it on TV. They're feeding it off of their phones, right? They're just, yeah. and it's the media. The media is feeding it, feeding it. So when we, when you start working on yourself and mm-hmm. you sit back and you go, you know what? I see what's going on, but I'm not going to put my energy into it. Mm-hmm not going to put my emotion my my fear i'm not going to let my vibration go into that because when we do that we are making it start from a tennis ball to a volleyball to this massive ball right yeah do you think that replacing those feelings of fear and attention to that and just worry do you think it can it should be replaced with things like compassion instead of like turning a blind eye like maybe seeing things with compassion and have an understanding that these things are kind of natural right now. This is just like they are happening. natural. Yeah. It's natural for it's because what it's doing is it's it's waking up. It's trying to get everybody else to be um, start observing it and mm-hmm. being um, in neutrality yes. and set, putting their attention into it, sitting back. And a great way to help with this mm-hmm. is during your quiet time or your meditation time. What I like to do is get on my dragon. I get on my dragon and I have a pockets full and little Mary goes and she's in the front and I'm behind and we fly over, especially the places that are really dense and in fear, locked up where the war is going on. I've always just have so much compassion for those people that are freezing, hungry, tired. Can you imagine just stressed and tired having that all around you? So I go through and I, I throw, literally throw, Violet fire love bombs. Mm-hmm. So what is violet fire? Violet fire is transformation and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So I throw these bombs, love bombs down because what it's helping, it's helping calming that area down. And the more of us that do that, send the light, you can do it in all sorts of ways. You can send light there. You could send love there. Right. Mm-hmm. But more of us start doing that. You kind of like light workers you do. But we can all do this in our meditations. We can do this with just our intentions. I'm going to throw a big thing. Sometimes I take all Mother Earth and just just put a blanket of violet fire around her. Mm-hmm. That helps start to neutralizing that fear. Mm-hmm. What do you mean when you up. when you say you're dragon? My dragon. So, <laughs> so it's, dragon is your power. Okay. Dragon's power, and we all have one. So you can go in and meet your dragon. Um, you can, so I teach people how to go in and meet their dragon and your dragon is soft. It doesn't have the scalies. Your dragon can be whatever it wants. Mine's multi-color with golden sparkles. You get on your dragon. And what I love to do is first thing I do is I dive down into the ocean. 
Mm. And then it just kind of cleanse all of us, right? Mm. And then we come up and we just cruise all around wherever we think healing needs to be. We cruise around. But your dragon is where your power is, right? Mm. You're you're being one with that powerful being. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool. It's fun. There's so many exercises you could do like that that just ignite you, bring that fire back. Yeah. Yeah. In in my daily meditations – because, you know, I'm, I'm recently come into consciousness. So there's still um, an aspect within my mind that is that has unconscious thoughts. So I try really hard all the time. And it gets difficult sometimes, you know, because that tyrant that we have inside of us can just overtake us. But mm-hmm. I'm just having a lot more people come into my life that are helping me out. But I'm really trying to focus on doing this not independently, but also knowing how to soothe myself and emotionally. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, I feel like conflict is necessary because it's something that is transforming us and it's not something to obsess about. And I used to obsess about things, about conflict, and I'm I'm still processing things and learning how to deal with conflict in a lot calmer way. And I, I do, uh, but it's just like, I was just saying how, before you came on, how Hollywood teaches us in movies and TV shows to obsess about a problem, to make our entire lives about a problem. And it's like, there's so much more going on than that problem. You oh, know? yeah. So I think that's beautiful to transform. Um, how would I say this? Like, because I, I think it's so important to serve each other and to help other people take care of ourselves first, you know? but also stop thinking so much about ourselves because there's so mm-hmm. many people that need help in this world. And I think that's a transformative uh, meditation. I, I was doing that over the summer, but not with a dragon, but I was doing that with light um, all around the world and places in the world that just needed more love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people just don't understand um, compassion and worthiness. And it's like that we are good, that we're not bad. And we're all taught that we're bad. And I used to think I was so bad and I was hopeless and that I, I was there was I was not able to be fixed, you know, and yep. that's not true. That is so not true. It is so not true. And yeah. that's the hardest thing. And so the key word to that is, are you willing? Are you willing? Yeah. Because I can sit here and tell you, hey, you need to do this, this and this. And you're going to go, yeah, okay. And you're like, turn and you walk away. You're like, I don't think so, lady. Mm-hmm. But it starts with, am I willing to change? Do mm-hmm. I want to change? There's a lot of questions to ask mm-hmm. yourself. What is really dragging me down? You got to look around. Is it a is, per, is it a person? Is it where you're working? Is it who you're hanging out with? Are you drinking too much? You smoking pot? What are you doing? What's yeah. dragging you down? What's making your vibration go down? Mm-hmm. That's what you first need to look at. Mm-hmm. Are you giving yourself, are you eating healthy? Right? Yeah. Are you taking those walks or you're spending time in nature, those things can change your reality quickly. Yes. And let's go back to conflict for a minute. Mm-hmm. So we all have conflicts in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. We have conflicts in our daily. Now, how do we get through those conflicts in our daily lives? <clears throat> I think that introducing movement is important because we got to transcend <laughs> those like feelings and emotions and hormones of conflict, which are adrenaline that we experience when we're supposed to save our lives because we are supposed to experience those and we're either supposed to fight or flight and then Mm -hmm. we're supposed to neutralize and we are not completing our hormonal things. So no, it's 
It's completely true. But when you're in a conflict situation, so let's just do a scenario. Okay. Let's say, um, let's say I'm working in an office and I have a, um, a boss that is a real jerk and mm-hmm. I'm getting fed up with being treated with unworthiness and I am scared to ask for a raise and I'm just, it's just a mess. This is what you start doing. You start putting that person in violet fire. You mm-hmm. put that person in violet fire. You put your person on violet fire. Then what you do is you, you say Archangel Gabriel. So who is Archangel Gabriel? That angel is the angel of communication. Hmm. Okay. The angel of air is the element of air. Communication is Archangel Gabriel. You call an Archangel Gabriel. Archangel Gabriel, open the angel airway. Wow, that's powerful right there. Open the angel airway so I can have a, 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 a talk. I did that with the two of us before mm-hmm. we got on this podcast so we can understand each other. Hmm. But what's happening is, is you're calling on the angel area. So I'm calling on my guides. I'm calling on my boss's guides, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not even happening here. It's happening up here. Mm -hmm. The two of them are already discussing what's going to be said. It's going to be done in a beautiful way. It's not going to have conflict because we're already resolving that before we even speak to each other on earth. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful way when you have conflict when my husband and i have conflict and i can tell our temperatures are getting up i blast him with violet fire i blast myself with violet fire take a nice deep breath then all of a sudden you see the transformation happening Mm. it's powerful Mm. light is powerful color is powerful where is this color live within us it's on our crown chakra okay when that mind is racing constantly and that is what we have conflict within ourselves Mm -hmm. the unworthiness the doubt all of that that's the ego mind so you bring in that energy of transformation and forgiveness and you just open that up Mm -hmm. (laughs) you just open (laughs) you just open that up and you let it flow through your brain and it'll clear your brain Mm -hmm. when your brain gets really bad and you can't get out of that destructiveness, Mm -hmm. that ego talking, all of that, you call an Archangel Michael Mm. and you say, Archangel Michael, this is, this is pretty graphic, but it works. Take your (laughs) sapphire blue sword. What's this blue sword? What does that represent? Truth, Mm -hmm. perfection, right? Cut off my head. So you imagine cutting off your head, your head falls into a violet fire pot and it will get your brain back into the present moment. That's so beautiful. It's, yeah, there's so many. I know so mm. many little tricks and, and and things that work. And there and what you're doing is when you're visualizing these things, you are beco- becoming in the present time mm-hmm. right here. So we're not worried about the future. We're not thinking about the past. We're right here. And you are. Um, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Okay. I have um, um a couple cuz I talk about I talk a lot about trauma and uh-huh. I'm a retired registered nurse and I've taken care of thousands of people across the country. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of people in really shitty situations where they're shot, stabbed, where their limb was cut off, where horrible things have happened to them. What do we do in situations 
where someone assaults us, we get raped, we get um, physically hurt. When someone crosses our physical boundaries, our partner cheats on us. Yeah. What do we do when someone physically harms us? Okay, that is, is like, a, that is a very great question. And it happens to all of us yes. as kids. And we're like, why am I so messed up? And yeah. you know, you're you're like, holy cow, this is what you have to do. And it's work. It's work. Mm-hmm. It's stuff isn't going to go away until you face it. Yeah. And it and it's it's deep in your subconscious. And then we put layer and layer and layer on top. And now we've really pressed it down. And now we've got all this pissed off regression, anger, just all this crap. So what you do is you go back to that scene. Go back. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's super hard. I do it all the time. I've been doing it all all these years. And I go back to the scene and what you do is you look at the situation and you see that person who has harmed you and you go, I forgive. Mm-hmm. I forgive even if I don't want to forgive. I forgive if this shouldn't be forgiven. Just saying that is unlocking that. You're letting yourself get free. You're separating yourself from that. Mm-hmm. And what you can do as well is take that sapphire blue um um, sword mm-hmm. and cut it. Cut what? Uh, mm-hmm, but you got cut that energy. Okay. So you go. I forgive, even if it's this is unforgivable. I forgive anyways. Mm-hmm. Just repeating that because what you're doing is you're reclaiming your power. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you go like this. I call back my sexual energy. Hmm. I call back my willpower that was taken from me. That Mm -hmm. gives me the chills right now. That's super powerful. I call it back to me. Now, you want to call it back to you in a different way that it went out because it went out with fear, Mm -hmm. confusion against your will. So you want to call it back and you want to put yourself in that violet fire flame. So when it comes, the energy comes back, it's purified and restored back Mm -hmm. to you. What a, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, in my life experience, I've, I've experienced, uh, several times assault and a violation of my body from someone else. And that's still, you know, like I've healed so much from those issues and I don't, live in that mindset anymore but there still are times within me and like a lot of people who are have been you know experienced that um who still relive those moments in terms of possible future moments of fear of someone doing that to them so Mm -hmm. like when those feelings or thoughts arise of fear of injury fear of assault like when that comes up what do you suggest so what you need to do is you need to, so those are coming back. So those that's the past, right? Mm-hmm. The past is coming back and that really gets a hold of us. So what's happening there is we're not feeling safe and secure. Mm-hmm. Out of control. So the best thing to do is to fill up with the divine feminine energy. The divine mm-hmm. feminine energy is where our root chakra is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, Chakras truly are our spiritual batteries. Mm -hmm. Chakras truly are what we need overflowing, like filled up overflowing constantly. And if that root chakra is not overflowing, that's when the fear sinks in. That's when the past creeps up. That's when, oh my gosh, this is going to happen again. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to have enough money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whatever. 
So what, what the best thing to do is to go outside and, and stand. If you can, without your sh- with no shoes on, stand on Mother Earth. Okay. Because she is our mom. Yeah. Remember that. She really is our mom. She is. Yeah, she created us. Yeah. She created everything that we have. Everything. People don't get that. They're always trying yeah. to manifest from above. Start manifesting from below, mm-hmm. right here where we are. She gives us everything. Yeah. Everything that we have, everything is from her. So mm-hmm. what you do is you go like this. I release any anxiety, fear, stress that I am carrying. I release it to you, down to you, mother. And just let that energy, mm-hmm. just keep repeating it until that energy starts flowing out of you. And then once you get that energy flowing out, you're starting to calm down some nice deep breaths. Then the energy will start flowing back up to you. Mm-hmm. But the greatest thing is, is to fill up with that ruby red color. So you can fill up with that ruby red color in many ways. You can bring your attention down to your root. And what I like to do is sit, sit on a couch that is ruby red, like Mm. in your mind. Okay. So that's activating you right there. That's activating your third eye. It's activating your intuition. It's activating everything. So you can sit on this and pretend the flame is coming up through you and just sit there. Mm-hmm. And that energy will start flowing up through you and that'll calm you down instantly. Another great little tip too is go to your little divine child, little Mary. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need to be filled up with divine feminine energy. I need some mother's energy right now. Cause yeah. that's who, that's who makes us feel safe and secure. So what I like to do is see Mary, give me a golden cup overflowing with ruby red and you can put like your favorite um drink in there whatever strawberry milk whatever you want cherry milk whatever and start drinking that mm-hmm. when she's drinking that ruby red energy it's going to start filling you up you're going to start feeling safe and secure okay that's really beautiful thank you so much for all of your insights i mean i there's so many things to learn there, I, you know the more i learn the more i realize how much i don't know <laughs> And part of it, right? It's it's just, and, and, you know, I teach people how to go up into the library of beliefs. So Mm -hmm. when you have a session with me, you learn how to go up into the library of beliefs because we're all walking around. Like we both talked about unworthiness. Yeah. I'm unworthy to receive God's love. I'm unworthy to love myself. I'll never have a partner. Mm -hmm. I'll never have money, blah, blah, blah. Those have all been programmed in us. Mm -hmm. They're not true. Uh-uh. And so I teach, I go that, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I show people how to go up into your subconscious and re-remove those things. Yeah. We remove them. And it's powerful. After When my clients, they do that, they're just crying. They're like, I had no idea. I had so much beliefs and patterns that were locked in there. Yeah. And sometimes we're going back and we're getting stuff from our past lives because those come in with us. Yeah, from our ancestors. I think that so many of the pain that we feel is the unresolved ancestral pain that we hold inside. And something I wanted to bring up is just like when someone's like stepping on your neck or if someone's just like in your face, like in that moment, I reflect recently, I started thinking about this, you know, people um, from the melanated community, like back in... um, this was maybe 40, 50 years ago, so not very long ago, when there was a lot more segregation laws. When segregation laws, you know, were changing, they would go into a place to, I remember there's pictures that I would see growing up 
of um, several young men and women that would go into like a predominantly white um, restaurant to get a Sunday or something or to get some food and they would be assaulted and harassed that entire time they have thrown food thrown at them all those things and they sat in stillness and I honestly I don't know what they were thinking but I honestly feel like they were praying and to God and that they were sitting with God and knowing that they were safe and protected and I feel that they did it for a bigger purpose and not just for them not just to show that they are strong to anyone else but to show people that were against them that they cannot like this community cannot be broken down and just because they look different um just you know you have to maintain your faith in god regardless of people trying to tear you down oh uh, yeah because people maintain will tear a stillness people. yeah they will tear you down and they they don't like when you're going on your spiritual journey Mm-mm. at all no it threatens them yeah it threatens them for me because i i love to drink wine and I smoke pot and all of that. So all my friends were like, you know, you hang out with what you do. And now it's like, uh, you know, and they're like, well, why aren't you going to drink? Well, why aren't you going to do this? And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. They're threatened. They can't handle that, right? Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't need to. And then I used to always feel bad, like, oh, God, you know, they're not going to be my friends now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I have more power in that in inside of me to change who I want to change because I know it's for the goodest, greatest good for me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it you do you really people don't like when you change. Period. They people don't. don't like. Change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I don't know. I've had a recent thing where I had a trainer. I'm an athlete as well, and this girl, she's amazing. She's an amazing dancer. She's an amazing aerialist. And um, she's maybe, I think she's 20 or 21 years old. So she's a lot younger than me. She's like 12 years younger than me. And um, she was training me and I got an injury and I couldn't train with her anymore. And I rented an equipment from her beforehand. And I was like, hey, can I still rent it from you? Because it's just too much on my body to move it. And there was something that built up. I don't know what I, you know, I don't know what happened. I don't know the full story, but then she started projecting onto me and blaming me and like texting me these like crazy things. And I was like, let's peacefully deal with this. And she claimed that I broke something that was was hers. And I was like, I didn't break it, but I'll replace it. It was only like $15. So I'm going to, and you know, it's like, I care about her and I think she's very important and special. And she was my teacher. So it's like, of course I want to create, continue this relationship um, yeah. but I've just decided to let it go because it's like, that's not how I would treat people. That's not how I treat other people. That's not how I expect to be treated. So I just completely blocked her. I replaced the parts that she said I broke and, um, you know, she still sends me threatening messages from random numbers. And I'm just like, girl, I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't, I just reply. I don't reply at all. And I just block and, you know, delete it. It's like, and those things like that, I'm just like, what is she capable of? And it's like making stories in my head. But at first, I'm, I'm, it's showing me that I am regulating my nervous system because at first I did not react and I didn't feel like a drop in my chest. Because in the yeah. past, my heart would drop in my chest and I would feel so much fear. But now I don't feel that. That's good. Yeah, there still are times where I get tested um, and it's getting and that's better. exactly what you're doing is getting tested. Yeah, which is good. And, and- and you know what? You just said the key thing. It's the nervous system. We mm-hmm. all need to get our nervous system in check because that's what, and this energy that's coming in right now, mm-hmm. it's, people are getting weird. Yeah. They're getting weird because this energy is coming in. So you better start standing in your own space Yeah, and you better start learning how to regulate your breath. Mm-hmm. 
all about the breath and hormones well hormones are a little bit it's your reaction to a situation and like someone says something and then you have this firing pit going in you of anger and it's like or someone going against you that's why i think practicing the four agreements is so important. Do you, are you familiar with the four agreements? You know what? Um, it is so funny because I just picked up the book again out of my library to read it again. Nice. So tell us about the four agreements. Well, the four agreements are be impeccable with your word. Don't assume anything. Don't take anything personal and always do your best. And it's based off of um, the Toltec people, which was in a Native American tribe that was here Um I don't know the timeline that they were here, but they believed that life is supposed to be lived in beauty and joy and happiness and to focus on the positive aspects of life. And I definitely feel it's very aligned with stoicism and stoic values because that's what stoic values are, is to focus on the positive aspects of life and to find the joys in life and to not just disregard the negative, but deal with them in a peaceful manner. Because that's how, like, conflict can be dealt with peacefully. You don't have to scream and yell at each other. It's like, um, this can be done with, like, calmly. You know, yes. people lose their shit over things, over materialistic things, over people, over relationships. And it's just like, we need to accept that rejection is a normal thing. Rejection is natural and it happens to all of us instead of falling apart. Is something to be invited in a way that we spiritually grow from. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly what it is. It's just like, um, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody and they, <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. So it was um, a, a couple I was playing pickleball with and into, I got an intuitive hit on the guy. I didn't know these people at all. And I got an intuitive hit with this guy. And I said, I looked at him. I said, Hey, young man, he go, I go, great things are going to be happening for you. And he's like, what? I go, there's a big change coming and you're going to have to make a decision. And he stood back. And his wife comes and she goes, she goes, wow. She goes, how did you know that? I, I go, I don't know. I go, did, but the, there's a big decision coming. And she goes, well, he has a chance to be a judge. And I went, oh, that's, that's great. And she goes, well, he failed last time. And I looked at her and I went, failure is good. Yeah. Now he knows. <laughs> it's and so I was good. just like, yeah. And, and how rude to say that in front I of your know. husband. Like put your husband big, down like that. Just cut him down. Just cut him down right yeah. away. And I was just like, chick, man, you got to work on yourself. He had the biggest smile on his face because I already knew he was going to be a judge. Yeah. And I already knew he was going to do this path. But she had to cut him down. And I was just like, don't do that. that yeah. That's There's your fear and your in, insecurity um, portraying onto somebody else. Stay oh, in yeah. your own lane. And I don't care if it's your spouse, partner, sister, friend, whatever. Stay in your own damn lane. Mm-hmm. Because once you jump off your lane, you're getting into other people's business. No, it starts with you. Where are you within yourself? Do you True. love yourself? Are you respecting yourself? Mm-hmm. And if you stay in your lane, you don't want to jump off. No, stay here. Because you're just going to create conflict. And then you're going to start thinking about that person and those people's issues. And like what they should be doing. And that's something that I learned from my parents and from my family is to focus on what's going on outside. My grandmother, she would sit in the kitchen and my mom told me that. And she would look across outside and look at the neighbors and talk all this crap about the neighbors. And my mom, she's not innocent. She goes and talks about, you know, she talks about everyone, like my brother, my, my stepbrothers, 
um, my stepfather. And I'm just like, why are you with him if you have all of these issues, mom? <laughs> you know, it's like, why are you with these people if you have all these issues? You don't have to stay in a relationship. You don't have to stay around people just because they're your family or just yeah. because they're your friends or whatever. You That's know, it's right. just like you're always projecting because you want people want that drama. They want that conflict. And that's something they that I'm it. working on. Like, I am doing my best to be more accepting. Like, I'm very accepting. I'm a healer myself. And I have a lot of, I am, I'm very gifted with helping people and healing people. And, but there still are times where I pass judgment. And it's because I have a very, I'm just very goal oriented. And I'm just like, let's get better. Let's make things better. Let's, how do we fix this? But, you know, just like very masculine approach to life. So, just diving deeper into my feminine approach. But um, I think it's important to be accepting and compassionate to everyone, regardless. Yeah. But it's hard. It's hard and it, it takes is. practice. Yeah, and it, that's when, when I, faith in God comes in. Well, and it's when you're judging somebody, you're, you're actually, it's a mirror reflection. You're judging yourself somehow. Yeah. When you're criticizing yes. and judging, you are 100% judging other people. Yes. So, it's, Mary, I... If you're willing to, I want to continue this, but the Zoom link is yes. about to end. Can That's we restart? Another? Okay, I'm going to do two parts. So I'm going to make this okay. part one and then part two for my, for two weeks episodes, if that's okay. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Um, so part one is um, ending. So we'll see you guys next week in the podcast terms. <laughs> so thank you so much, Mary. I will talk with you in a couple minutes. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye.